Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm listening to this guy on Instagram. That's a guy who does impersonations. And, and, and he also does a really good impersonation of Joe Biden. Although because I can't because I can't operate properly Instagram, I'm trying to find find this guy. He's on the on Reels, Facebook Reels, and he also does a, but it's one of the best Joe Biden impersonations I could possibly Imagine. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run that down for you and have that for you in just a little bit. The Trump stuff, man, you can do that. Some of these people can do that with their eyes closed, and there are a bunch of impersonators out there. Some of them are pretty darn good. Speaking of President Trump, did you hear the idiot juror interviewed by the news? Well, you need to thank him, okay, because he basically just overturned the verdict in this stupid rape thing. That happened in New York with with Donald Trump, with this lying woman who had no evidence at all that she was raped by anybody. And the juror goes on and says, yeah, it was that NBC tape that did it for me. I'm thinking, thank you. Thank you. Because the NBC tape had nothing to do with this woman. There was zero evidence that she was attacked by Donald Trump. And the only evidence they put forth was that NBC tape that you know you all know about. But that's not evidence. And and, and how well, I was going to ask how this jury came up with that verdict uh, based on admittedly now. Based on an NBC news tape that was completely and totally irrelevant is beyond me. But thank goodness the juror admitted that that's what did it for them. Because that's going to be a crucial piece of evidence in overturning this verdict. This verdict is not going to stick. This is a complete and total sham. Uh, It didn't follow any of the guidelines related to evidence. And there was zero evidence at all that this woman was attacked in any way, shape, or form. So uh, say bye-bye to this verdict. And President Trump is not going to, not going to, uh, not shouldn't pay the money. Some people will all just pay the money just to get this out of my hair. Nah, man, you ought to you take this to the, to the end. Just like Tucker Carlson is going to do. I'm going to bring you that in, in just a second here. I want to follow up on the event. Buck Section is going to be on with me in just about an hour from now. And we'll be talking about, by invitation to him, that is going to be happening on June 6th. He's going to be in town with me at the Westport Plaza Doubletree in Maryland Heights at 7 o'clock. For a time, we needed you to RSVP. We needed a headcount, everything else. But what happened was we put it through Eventbrite. It, uh, there were a bunch of people who sabotaged the site in order to dampen attendance. And so it looks like it's sold out. 
when you go there. So basically what's happening is at this point in the game, we're throwing completely the RSVP thing out, and I just want you to show up. That's how that's how it's going to roll. So come one, come all, and uh, knock yourself out. Don't bother RSVPing. It doesn't work. It's been sabotaged by people. Some people, it must be the rhinos. It's like, come on, people. Where where's where's the Mannix in you? Where's the Columbo in you? You always start on an investigation by asking who benefits the most from dampened attendance at a 104.9 The Patriot conservative common sense talk radio. Who benefits the most from dampened attendance at at, at Jamie Allman, Buck Sexton? 1049 the Patriot event. And then you'll have your answer as to who would be sabotaging the site. That's all. Uh, you, you, you just but but you got to start with who you got to follow the money. Follow the people to ask the question who benefits the most from a failed or dampened event put on by St. Louis's new and best Common sense talk radio station. There you go. See, didn't take long, did it? Good. Okay. You, you, you get your badge back, everybody. All right. Speaking of lawsuits, man, I got to tell you, Tucker Carlson is on a tear. And as I told you yesterday, because Megan P- Kelly was one of the first to point this, point this out, uh, Arena Briganti is the communications director at Fox News. Megan Kelly pegged her as the person probably solely responsible for leaking all of these allegedly damaging tapes and emails and everything else. At first, Fox News was trying to claim that this was somehow, oh, this was Dominion. Uh, that this was the, the, the Dominion people who were leaking all this stuff. And the reality is, uh, no. It's not the Dominion people. It's it's it it is it is uh, the people inside Fox who have a vested interest in trying to rationalize a really stupid and bad decision that is destroying their network. And, and in fact, this Kaylee McEnany monstrosity isn't doing any better in the ratings. By the way, uh, she's a horrible host. But anyway, uh, the the. The people at Fox News have to legitimize getting rid of Tucker Carlson. So what did they do? They leaked. But, of course, they don't realize that everything that they're leaking makes Tucker Carlson more amazing and not less. So the people who already hate him hate him more because of the videos. But the people who already love him love him more because of the videos. So they're, they're, they're not gaining anything. And, of course, once again, kind of like A.B., you make these decisions and you have no clue as to who your audience is and, and who the people are out there. And so Fox News deliberately has been releasing these videos uh, that supposedly show Tucker Carlson kind of off the cuff and behind the scenes and, you know, getting ready to go on the air and apparently being mean or whatever, when the reality is it just makes him more awesome. 
And so, and so this person who's d- d- releasing them is clearly this communications director, and Tucker Carlson is suing her and suing Fox News for breach of contract because what, what they're doing is they're trying to destroy his reputation and keep him from working. And uh, they also, he claims, broke a promise not to settle with Dominion to the point where it made Tucker Carlson look bad. I've told you from the very beginning that I believe that they settled with Dominion solely to get rid of Tucker Carlson. Because as you know, Tucker Carlson apparently is the only one who suffered as a result of the Dominion settlement. They didn't touch Maria Bartiromo because she has pictures. And and I, I, bet, I, bet, you, I bet you that uh, Tucker Carlson does too. But but the reality is uh, they settled, and it was worth $787 million for them to get rid of Tucker Carlson, who was embarrassing everybody on the, on the TV network, who was running down certain big pharma and other places that Paul Ryan enriches himself from and the Murdochs, and they just couldn't tolerate it anymore. But anyway, Tucker's fighting back, and he's going to go after them for breach of contract so that he can erase his non-compete and work anywhere he wants to. Twitter is his temporary resting place uh, as a show. I'm going to have his video for you on the other side of this break. Elon Musk has come out to say that he is not has not signed any contract. Tucker Carlson isn't getting paid money. He's not necessarily, you know, in in a in, it's not any different than anybody else uh, who can go on Twitter. And as long as they follow whatever guidelines are set, uh, then 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 that's good. As long as they as long as they can follow any guidelines, uh, then anybody can do what Tucker Carlson is going to do on Twitter temporarily, at least until he uh, settles this lawsuit with. With it hasn't actually been filed yet. It, it is they are letters that have been written by Tucker Carlson's attorneys to Fox News, telling them that uh, they're they, they're planning on subpoenaing the phone records of this Briganti character, as well as cell phone messages and cell phone calls and everything else uh, to set out to prove that all of these leaks and everything else are coming. From Fox News. I mean, you've noticed that most of the news media that are benefiting from the leaks have decided to say, yeah, the Dominion, these are all coming out of this court case. And uh, and Fox settled because of these terrible emails that would come out and embarrass the network. It's like, no, because the, the emails are going to come out anyway. So that wasn't the reason why they settled, because you settle and the emails are still going to come out. So... Tucker Carlson is on to something. I'll have his debut on Twitter on the other side here. Under the headline, we're back. Well, we're back here all in the morning. Common Sense Radio. Jamie Allman here, your trusty host. Looking forward to talking to Buck Sexton, who is going to be on with me at about 8 o'clock. We are going to talk about our duet that is coming uh, on June 6th, Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, at the Westport Plaza Doubletree uh, Hotel in Maryland Heights, 7 o'clock, June 6th, 
on uh, that is a Tuesday night. Looking forward to having Buck Sexton in and having a little party there. And we initially had everybody RSVPing via the computer, but uh, sabotage ensued. And so no longer is that needed. So just bring yourself. Don't worry about it. Don't You don't need to sign up. Don't need to RSVP. Uh, we got you covered. And sorry for the trouble for those of you who went on the site and saw it was sold out. That was the purpose of the people who sabotaged uh, the RSVP operation. So uh, we will defeat all of those people who want to see defeat in us, as we always do. So there you go. We'll see you Tuesday night, June 6th, at the Westport Plaza Doubletree in Maryland Heights at 7 o'clock. Speaking of not accepting defeat or not even going there, Tucker Carlson, under the headline, We're Back, announcing on Twitter that he's back. Here's what he had to say. Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. You often hear people say the news is full of lies. But most of the time, that's not exactly right. Much of what you see on television or read the New York Times is, in fact, true in the literal sense. It could pass one of the media's own fact checks. Lawyers would be willing to sign off on it. In fact, they may have. But that doesn't make it true. It's not true. At the most basic level, the news you consume is a lie, a lie of the stealthiest and most insidious kind. Facts have been withheld on purpose, along with proportion and perspective. You are being manipulated. How does that work? Let's see. If I tell you that a man has been unjustly arrested for armed robbery, that is not, strictly speaking, a lie. He may have been framed. At this point, there's been no trial, so no one can really say. But if I don't mention the fact that the same man has been arrested for the same crime six times before, am I really informing you? No, I'm not. I'm misleading you. And that's what the news media are doing in every story that matters every day of the week, every week of the year. What's it like to work in a system like that? After more than 30 years in the middle of it, we could tell you stories. The best you can hope for in the news business at this point is the freedom to tell the fullest truth that you can. But there are always limits. And you know that if you bump up against those limits often enough, you will be fired for it. That's not a guess. It's guaranteed. Every person who works in English language media understands that. The rule of what you can't say defines everything. It's filthy, really, and it's utterly corrupting. You can't have a free society if people aren't allowed to say what they think is true. Speech is the fundamental prerequisite for democracy. That's why it's enshrined in the first of our constitutional amendments. Amazingly, as of tonight, there aren't many platforms left that allow free speech. The last big one remaining in the world, the only one, is Twitter, where we are now. Twitter has long served as the place where our national conversation incubates and develops. Twitter is not a partisan site. Everybody's allowed here, and we think that's a good thing. And yet, for the most part, the news that you see analyzed on Twitter comes from media organizations that are themselves thinly disguised propaganda outlets. You see it on cable news. You talk about it on Twitter. The result may feel like a debate, but actually the gatekeepers are still in charge. We think that's a bad system. We know exactly how it works, and we're sick of it. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter. We bring some other things, too, which we'll tell you about. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. Free speech is the main right that you have. Without it, you have no others. See you soon. Yes, sir. 
Sounds good. Elon Musk releasing a statement saying, hey, uh, we, don't, we don't have a contract. This is, this is just the use of the platform that anybody could do. You got a show? Come on. You can put your show on as long as it's, you know, maintaining whatever guidelines or community standards or whatever it is they've developed there at Twitter. So knock yourself out. Uh, this is going to keep everybody's whistles wetted while Tucker Carlson efforts to get out of his non-compete, which he will get out of, thanks to the errancy of people who work at Fox News who are releasing and leaking videos and emails in an attempt to destroy his reputation, not knowing that it's a matter of fact that every single email and, of course, every video is only bolstering support for for um, for Tucker Carlson. These people uh, ought to go and work in the marketing department of AB with their kinds of instincts. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, this this breach of contract and this attempt to destroy Tucker Carlson and uh, at the same time rationalize them getting rid of him. Uh, is going to blow back on them severely. It already has, by the way, ratings-wise. Uh, they threw in Kaylee McEnany. That show is as awful as the one before it and the one before it. So uh, there's no way anybody can just fill that time slot. The corporate mentality there at Fox News was, and, and you saw some of the other articles by these people who do media stuff. They said, well, you know, that, it, it's Fox News isn't about personalities. It's a Fox News. It's a brand. You could put anybody there. Look at what happened with Fox News Sunday. Yeah, Fox News Sunday is a little different than Tucker Carlson tonight. Sorry to say. And and Tucker Carlson was Fox News. He was bigger than the brand. And there is no disputing that in any way, shape, or form. And it's interesting all the, all the people who are receiving the leaked videos is the same one saying, Fox News, it's not going to hurt them. You know, anybody can do it. It's the Fox News brand is bigger than everybody, and it's really not, and they're seeing that in spades. Tucker Carlson was absolutely right at the very beginning of that bit that he gave us on Twitter about news. I've been telling you this for a long, long time. It's not about what is being reported. It's about what is not being reported, either within the report itself or just staying on the cutting room floor, not even not even making it to air. The it's called gatekeeping. Uh, I saw it in my own life when I was working at Channel Four. I saw it every day in the morning meetings. Everything else, the stories that went uncovered, are the stories that were covered, but facts within those stories were left out. That's really the damage that the news media is doing. Look at how they're covering this Donald Trump rape trial and the subway guy i mean name name you can name five stories you've heard already this morning that reflect that gatekeeping and that bias good morning everyone happy wednesday to all of you it's common sense radio allman in the morning jamie allman here and ladies and gentlemen you just saw or we i'm sorry you heard if you saw it by the way you need a patent, whatever that is. It allows you to see radio. That's amazing. I know they've done that a while back, and they called it TV. But nonetheless, if you have some way of seeing this show other than Facebook, and you're you're amazing, and you should patent that. 
But as you just heard, you just heard what Tucker and I have been talking about regarding the gatekeeping and regarding uh, it's not what is reported, it's what's not reported. And you just heard that, like, the second, third most important story, according to these people doing the news here, is the opening of the embassy in Tonga. Did you hear that? Well, Joe Biden opening an embassy in Tonga. And most people are going, um, what? Really? That's that that's in the news above what is happening a half hour from now? With the House Oversight Committee releasing Joe Biden, Hunter Biden banking records that show clearly a path of corruption? Have you heard one mention of it this morning in any newscast that you have heard? No, you have not. Unless I missed something, uh, you have not heard one mention of it. Now, it is a Herculean effort to avoid this story, so much so that they'll even go into the embassy in Tonga bin just to avoid talking about what's happening, well, less than a half hour from now, now 24 minutes from now. Uh, they, they're, th- that is That requires a lot of work to avoid that story. So when you hear the dude talking about excitedly about uh, an embassy in Tonga, that is a clear effort to avoid talking about what's happening 24 minutes from now because they won't do it. Because they don't want to address it. It's like yesterday with the whole debt ceiling thing. Uh, You saw what happened with that. Uh, Joe Biden doesn't have to do anything in any way, shape, or form because he can reliably depend on the news media blaming the Republicans for any kind of debt ceiling problem. Any kind of shutdown, any kind of this, any kind of that. You're going to automatically, they're going to automatically blame the Republicans, which is what they all did. I mean, Kevin McCarthy can talk all he wants about his meetings and about his things, but the news media is not reporting on that. You've, you've, you've heard that. Have you seen one balanced report on the whole debt ceiling thing? No, of course not. But anyway, you just, you just heard a great example of what Tucker's been talking about, what I've been talking about, and that is the, uh, all, all the bells ringing for the embassy in Tonga and not one mention of What's happening now, 22 minutes from now? All right. You guys know Bill Maher, right? Bill Maher has his show. And he's against the woke crowd. And he's against this. He's against that. And then conservatives all love him. Well, you know, common sense radio people, conservative people play his sound bites on the air. Talking about how amazing it is that a person like Bill Maher will be talking like this because he's a liberal. And I've always told you, I keep Bill Maher at arm's length, much as I do like characters like Joe Rogan and others, because they might say something one day that we all love, and then we'll repeat it, or we'll show it, and then people start watching his thing, everything else. But uh, Bill Maher is a shyster and a fraud. Uh, He hates you. He hates Donald Trump. And that's how it works here. And, and, and it's only been revealed occasionally when Bill Maher is kind of off the cuff. Here he is, for some reason, 
interviewing Dr. Phil. Uh, why? I don't know. I, I don't have a whole lot of use for Dr. Phil. I'm not quite sure why Bill Maher has found him interesting. But here's where you really hear uh, the, the true Bill Maher, okay? Talking to Dr. Phil about Donald to Trump. Say, you put in the same breath, you don't like this president and you didn't like the last one. They are very different people, and one of them is much more of a threat to the republic, and that would be the 45th. Would you not agree? Well, come on. Threat to the republic? Joe Biden? No. Joe Biden is a return to normalcy, yet a Democrat who is, yes, too much ensorcelled by his fringe left. He will not ever tell them to sit down and shut up. But I will take that bargain, much as I don't like it, and it's bitter. I, I will take that bargain over Trump? Come on. But- yeah. That's, that's Bill Maher, people. Uh, and, and, and never forget that that who, is who Bill Maher is. So I, I understand sometimes he's like our favorite guy uh, because he talks a good game as it relates to wokeness and the liberal left and that kind of thing but be careful because he's a snake and and just wait until president trump gets the nomination which he likely will but we'll see how it all goes uh gets the nomination or whatever you're going to be back into the deplorables category for bill maher automatically in fact it doesn't really matter who gets the nomination They're going to be racist. They're going to be xenophobic. They're going to be fascist. They're going to be horrible. uh, And and they're going to be bad for the country and bad for our democracy and everybody else. So uh, you might be a DeSantis fan. You might be a Nikki Haley fan or whatever else. But, but, But Tim Scott or whatever. But they're all going to be vilified the same way President Trump is. Don't don't. Uh, you know, don't 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 think it's going to be any other way than that. By the way, speaking of wokeness, this ESPN thing is driving me crazy. So um, a lot of uh, the the uh, and I'm, I don't watch uh, the NBA playoffs. Uh, I, I, li- I like watching basketball uh, sometimes, especially when it's like down to the wire. Uh, and, and I'm telling you what, professional basketball has gotten well, it's always been that way. If you've watched any Larry Bird clips or anything like that, it's very physical. Uh, these guys are m- monsters, and they, they, they're pretty hard on each other. So anyway, um, the Knicks are having trouble with the Miami Heat. Uh, and right now, uh, they've, they've struggled in, in the NBA playoffs, and they're in Miami. And these ESPN guys, if you can believe this, this Mike Greenberg character, is trying to explain to the viewers that the uh, that the the problem is for for the for the Knicks is they're playing in Miami and it's warm there it's hot there now keep in mind uh they they play indoors just so you know but this is the kind of ESPN garbage you get it's no one sports people I, I have no idea how they have become so pansified 
And maybe that's because sports writers and sports guys have always wanted to actually be in athletics, but our sports guys, because they can't be and never were, they were the guys who were the, like the water boys and stuff like that. They were the, they were the, um, they were the managers of, of the, the teams. Anyway, here he is talking about how it's it's warm down there. A lot of conversation over the weekend that we had on, on Countdown with the, the, you know, the guys, particularly from Jalen, was how hard it is to go down to Miami and play this time of year. And I know people will immediately associate that with the nightlife and all that. But according to Jalen, there's more than that. There's also just the reality of the temperature change, the heat, the geography, being down there for three days. It sort of saps a little bit of your energy and your strength. We talk about that primarily in football. I know this is an indoor sport. But, I mean, the Knicks, whatever it is, Jimmy Butler is just has, has just destroyed them. And the Knicks, all year long, were the team that played harder and wanted it more. And right now, Miami looks like yeah, so- There's more than that. There's also just the reality of the temperature change, the heat, the geography, being down there for three days. It sort of saps a little bit of your energy. And yeah. Your- are, are these guys, like, sleeping outside or something? Or uh, I, I think these millionaires are in hotel rooms, if I'm not mistaken, that it, that – supposedly have air conditioning. So even if you're in Miami, you literally can be in Miami and never leave 64 degree temperatures indoors. You get, uh, with the exception of like, but maybe leaving the hotel, walking to the bus, getting on the bus, which is also air conditioned, and then driving to the event center getting out of the bus and then walking into the event center. So there's probably about 20, maybe 30 seconds where you are uh, subjected to the oppressive heat of Miami. Come on. Can you imagine a guy making excuses for a bunch of multi-million dollar great athletes, by the way, people who supposedly are in shape? You know what I'm saying? I can see how a hot weather or hot Miami weather could be bad for people who are not healthy. But if I mean, you're a healthy NBA basketball player, that shouldn't be an issue. And if it is, you're probably in the wrong biz. All right. 314-566-6104. Countdown to the Oversight Committee and the appearance of Buck Sexton. Good morning, everybody, and happy Wednesday to all of you. This is Alm in the Morning. It's Common Sense Radio. Jamie Allman here. So tonight, tonight, Liz Cheney will not be featured in a town hall meeting, which will forever chap a rear end. In fact, she's never going to be featured in any town hall whatsoever, unless, of course, she makes it herself in her own shabby little living room. That's about it. So Liz Cheney's mad. And she's following Donald Trump all around the country, uh, including in New Hampshire. So Liz Cheney basically is is a loser who is stalking President Trump. And 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 I'm not quite sure who finds her useful these days. I, I'm sure that there are a lot of Republicans who still do, uh, but no conservative does. And I'm sure the left loves her, even though... She voted with Donald Trump 98% of the time while she was in Congress, which really kind of makes her a fraud. It doesn't make her a hero because when you're voting with Donald Trump 95, 98% of the time, excuse me if I don't have the exact number there, but it's not 
below 95. Uh, when you're voting with, with a guy like that and you say that he is uh, a damage to our republic, although I don't think she uses republic, but we'll see, uh, th- then that makes you ha- – that makes you ha- – you have a personality problem at that point. You've got something wrong with you. Anyway, this is the ad, and this will probably run uh, during the CNN town hall tonight, which, by the way, is absolutely going to be awesome. This is going to be fantastic. And there's there are going to be plants. It's going to be hugely entertaining because there are going to be plants there asking questions, people who uh, are supposedly well, independents and whatever, and then all you have to do is do a little Twitter search, and there they are. Left-wing kooks. But it'll be very entertaining. And the reason it'll be entertaining is because President Trump is going to own the joint. And it's going to be really fun. Caitlin Collins, I have respect for her as a reporter. Uh, and, and and so far, she doesn't seem to be that much of a gunslinging left-wing liberal. But who knows whether or not that's going to be the case. As I was talking to Rory about this this morning, Rory O'Neill, the official Auburn the Morning correspondent, I told him, I asked him whether or not he'd ever... Uh, been on a horse trail, like ridden horses, and he said no. I said, "Well, uh, this is uh, this is how Caitlin Collins is going gonna, gonna to not be able to handle President Trump to a certain degree because Trump will own the joint and it'll be great." So, uh, one of the things they tell you when you go on a horse trail, uh, when you're just kind of like going there, stable, whatever, and you're just riding for a little while, is they tell you whatever you do on the trail, don't let that horse. G- g- divert from the trail with its head or anything else and start eating leaves off of a tree. Because if you've got to make sure, as much as you might not want to, you got to make sure you pull hard back on the reins and control the horse. Because if you let that horse eat off that tree, that is all that horse is going to do the entire time you're riding it. If you let it do it one time. And President Trump is not unlike a horse. Horses are brilliant, by the way. Uh, they are really great at reading people, which is why they're absolutely really good at being broken and trained. Uh, because horses have a love of people. They trust people. But they only trust people who they feel have control. One of the greatest ways to get thrown off a horse is to be afraid of it. Because the minute you show fear, horses or weakness, horses will absolutely dominate you. It's kind of funny because uh, that's really kind of really attractive in a lot of ways. That's what makes horses uh, so beautiful and so amazing is that they have a really they'll develop a really good relationship with people. But the people have to be in charge and horses want you to be in charge. Horses are gigantic. They're strong, and they they need to have direction, and they need to be controlled because that's what makes them more comfortable, especially around other horses and beyond. They need to be controlled. But uh, President Trump is okay with being controlled to a certain degree, but what he'll do, like a horse does, he'll find his comfy lane uh, in your controllability. So you're trying to control him, and he'll say, okay, I'll be controlled, and he'll take over that spot. So so he'll wind up actually kind of a little bit controlling you. He's the horse that that you can try to rein him in all you want, but that horse is going to go over and outmuscle you and eat off that tree.
which is going to be happening a lot today or tonight, which is going to be fun to watch. It'll be great. Anyway, this is Liz Cheney, who is just like the she's she's the the girl crying on the front lawn. You know what I'm saying? Donald Trump is the only president in American history who has refused to guarantee that she's got a really nice voice. It's really melodic and and uh, and and really nice. Isn't it easy to listen to? She's she uh, I'm surprised. I'm I can't believe that Saturday Night Live hasn't done like a a, a conehead uh, feature with Liz Cheney because Liz Cheney talks like this all the time. That's all she ever does is talk like this in one little monotone way. And she I mean, I, I, I've tried to, a while back. I tried to make suggestions to Saturday Night Live. Nobody listens to me. A.B. doesn't listen to me when I tell them how to handle this uh, Dylan Horror picture show. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't listen to me with it when, I, when I have a great ad ideas. Saturday Night Live doesn't listen to me when I, I say the perfect thing to do would be to show the January 6th committee, but make them all coneheads. And, and Liz Cheney would be like the Jane Curtin conehead lady. But no, they don't listen. They're too busy doing boring skits. Donald Trump is the only president in American history who has refused to guarantee the peaceful transfer of power. Joe Biden he lost the election and he knew it. To become the president. He betrayed millions of Americans by telling them the election we was stolen. Stop the steal. He ignored the rulings of dozens of courts. Rather than accept his defeat, he mobilized a mob to come to Washington and march on the Capitol. Then he watched on television while the mob attacked law enforcement, invaded the Capitol, and hunted the vice president. All, all of this has been proven false, by the way. Uh, her own January 6th committee and everything it revealed absolutely proves that what she's saying is completely and totally false. And I think most Americans know that. He refused for three hours to tell the mob to leave. There has never been a greater dereliction of duty by any president. Trump was warned repeatedly that his plans for January 6th were illegal. He didn't care. And today, he celebrates those who attacked our capital. Donald Trump has proven he is unfit for office. Donald Trump is a risk America can never take again. Yeah, how many, how many uh, soldiers did he get killed, Liz? I was just wondering. I, I, um, let's let's say, can we draw a column on a piece of paper and uh, and determine how many soldiers unjustly died because of the Cheney family versus how many soldiers unjustly died uh, because of the Trump family? Can we can we make a little column there and let's start to count and then we'll see actually who was. Uh, derelict and who is bad for this republic. That's just, I'll just, that's just one example. Try it. It's a little parlor game. Make the list. Show us your work. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the great Buck Sexton is on the way. It's Common Sense Radio. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.